Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is a man that spent the weekend in the pits in on the hill and running around everywhere at the Hidden Valley. JD, how are you, mate? Fantastic, mate. How about yourself? Good. You must be a bit buggered after this weekend. You were a very busy boy. I am very buggered, mate. From, from Thursday all the way through to, uh, let's say, Monday morning sometime. Yes, yes. <laughs> I um, was It was a big weekend. Messages. A big, big weekend. Had a ball, but had a ball, had a ball. It was good. Now Hidden Valley's done. Like the supercars have been and gone up here, and it's like, oh, yeah, yep. it took so long for him to get here, and now they've gone all but over for another year. Oh, you've got to look forward to another meeting pretty soon as well. Yeah, a couple weeks. Mitch, Mitch left yesterday, and he flew out, and he's like, all right, I'll um see you guys later. I don't know when I'll be back, and Michael, I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, Mitch was up here again, uh, one of our co-presenters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he come up for the V8s, and uh, we all had a, a bit of drink, a few drinks together, and uh, what's the races? It was good. Very responsible drinking. It was great. Do you want to jump into the news, or do we should we cover the IP stuff first? Oh, it's up to you, Let's mate. Let's cover the IP first because there's okay. some big news that literally broke maybe an hour, two hours ago. Yeah, That yep. we'll um, cover shortly. So let's go into the IP. How did Jake go this week in the 0 to 100 Motorsport Commodore? Um, he did a great job, actually. He, he He's now cut another whole second off his PB. Yes. So this man is just cracking away. Um. And uh, we had a we had one drama. He got he got locked in a bit of a close combat racing with a, another car, and uh, she ran a little bit hot. Yeah, she did. She sort of come to a stop. And, yeah, it um, did. It did. You've probably seen if you're watching uh, on the Foxtel coverage, you would have seen him pull was, up in the He was the, the car parked <laughs> on the outside of turn one. Not the best place to park. No, I did kind of give him a word up about that. I yeah. said next time you go down the runoff, and he said, "Oh, I was still kind of running when I entered the corner, and then it just." It uh it stopped so anyway like, I didn't want to go on the grass I didn't want to start a fire yeah yeah oh well it, um we revived her butt uh and got her back out for the next race on the next day he did a great job he went come from thirty second to fifteenth I think in that race so yeah, he did a good job now um we knew front splitters were a big talking point in the main <laughs> game but it turns out IP cars have front splitter issues too oh uh, we did we did we um we had a massive Friday vibration night? and then. Yeah, so in 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 practice on Friday and and in qualifying, we had this bad vibration in the car, and we managed to spot what it was. That Jake couldn't really feel what what it was. He thought it might have been something driveline related, because uh, it t- seemed to be only at a certain speed it would happen. But once he got Let down, there, yeah, <laughs> in fifth gear down the end of the straight, two hundred plus kilometers an hour, the splitter got a, a violent shake to it, and you could see it from pit lane when we were looking up from out from pit lane directly up the straight. Yep. And anyway, so we got it back to the pits and it actually it, it started to shake yeah, the split well, a bit. Yeah, down actually on Friday afternoon to give your hand doing some fiberglass work. And yep. Yeah, it was a cracks everywhere in it. Yeah, it, it so once it started to vibrate it it it, would, it was violent. So we I think we put nearly half a kilo of resin in this front We splitter. put a bit in there and then we just <laughs> outside racing yeah. tape. There yeah. Go, or yeah. Hold. And it did. It did. It, it's, it's, um, it, it went it out and fixed set his PB after the Yeah, next he session. did. He did in the next race. So, um, yeah, it was good. It was yeah, good. no, it was good. I like hanging down with a IP. Walk around there, you feel like, yeah, no, I'm part of the little race team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we had that. We had our little computer and TV set up so we could watch what was going on. The you track. got one of the biggest setups. Yeah, we do. I'll have to we say do. that. <laughs> Jake's got we take it more, seriously. Jake's got more crew than bloody most people. The only other <laughs> car I think down there that had more crew was Bryce's Commodore. 
I think we still have more than Bryce. Really? Yeah, you yeah. Look over there, and it was midi shirts. Oh, uh, yeah. Bryce has got a lot of support. It's good. It's good hey, up here it in Darwin. It was yeah, up on the hill. Midi shirts everywhere. Ran into his grandmother again on the Friday morning. Yep. Walking in, she's like, "Ah, oh, I love your shirt." I was wearing the midi shirt, and I'm like, "Thank you." She's like, "I'm Bryce's grandmother, and this is his auntie, and he's gonna do so well this weekend. He's in number twenty six of the Aussie cars." I'm like, "He races twenty six everything except for when he's in the." Dunlop. Uh, yeah, and Dunlop, yeah. We're 16, but um, yeah, it was it was great. It was good to see all the support out there. Well, while we're talking about Bryce, news broke on, was it Thursday? Sure was. Uh, yeah. Thursday? Thursday, Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday sorry. Wednesday morning. You it was media day. decidedly called me up going, oh, do you want some goss? Mm. We could we could be we could be a couple of minutes early. We didn't. We waited till the... We, I, I got up. a good warning that do not do not break this. Do not break this. <laughs> See, we, we're not known for breaking early. We're called breaking late. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly right. We uh, waited till five minutes after that was public <laughs> announcement before we put it on our website. <laughs> yes. Um, um, but well done to, you know, Bryce Forward to be announced as the co-driver for the Big Mate Racing. Yeah, for this enduro season, mm. he's going to be driving uh, alongside Todd Hazelwood, which is exciting for the both of them. I'm interested to see how the two young guys go, because you don't normally get a two young pairing. Yeah, well, that's actually something Todd was talking about over the weekend. So, rookie car, uh, rookie team, sorry, rookie main game driver, and it'll be a rookie enduro driver for yeah. for Bryce. So, don't take anything negative out of that, but they're both very good drivers, and uh, I think they'll do a, a great job over the the up and coming weekends, um, and and looking forward to Bathurst as well. So I think I think it's got some positive spin there because they they both live together. They both um, like the same sort of things from a car. They're not overly different. They're slightly different in height, but yeah, I think what Bryce a little bit taller. Yeah, Bryce is slightly taller, maybe you know a couple of inches, two Bryce or three is inches. A lot skinnier though. He is. Bryce is uh is still a bean pole. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he'll 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 fill out when he gets a bit older. <laughs> yeah. So, but he he did a good job over the weekend, actually talking about Bryce oh. in in Aussie cars and and in IP. He was great in Aussie cars. Are they wanting to bring him back? Was he? Well, yeah. When we went down the pits after the meeting, there was a a few little uh, things being said. So, um, look, I don't think they're going to actively chase anything. Uh, but if the Aussie cars want him back, he might come back. Yeah. So this was a non-championship points round up here, wasn't it? Sure was. So was this, this is a the last-minute decision. For it the was. Aussies cars? So Aussies were only added up to the um, to the list. I think it was six weeks before the the race meeting. That's because Super Trucks got can. Uh, the Stadium Super Trucks got canned. Yeah, can- I didn't. Oh, I don't I know. I just sure. assumed they got canned because the picture of them was on the hot pass and they weren't. Oh, okay. I didn't even track. know if they were coming or not. Sorry. Oh, um, okay. But, yeah, that is quite possible. I'm, I'm not sure why they, they were all of a sudden put in. Um, but, yeah, it was it was good, and he loved it. He got a handle on the car by the end of the weekend. Mm. Obviously, it was Oh, big. that Sunday race after the main because I think the Aussie cars were the last cars to go on the track on Sunday. And I think he, he just drove away. He got out ahead and just. Yeah, well, he he pulled a big gap and then just maintained the lead. Uh, which was really, really good. It's um, not bad for his first meeting. The engineers were actually saying it's the best feedback they've ever had. Oh, really? No, yeah. that's, so that's the en- his engineer that he had for the car basically said, he, he's like, you made my job so easy over the weekend. I've never had someone come back in and tell me exactly what they want from the car. He's like, I'm, there was no guessing it. I just did exactly what you wanted, and it was a rocket. 
So that was really good. No, that's good. It's good for Bryce to, you know, people to understand that he can set this up or he, you know, yeah, the yeah. feedback. That's one of the best things you need as a driver. Oh, to be able to give you feedback to the engineer to get the car um adapted to where you need to go. Some of Formula One news. Big, big, big news. Big news. Big news. And not that it's going to be a huge surprise because by the time everyone listens to this, it's already going to be out public. <laughs> but Red Bull have announced that next year they'll be running Honda engines. Yeah, they've signed a two-year deal with Honda. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, 2020, they will be running Hondas. When's the new engines come in? When 2021, they? I 2021, believe. 2021, and that's when Porsche will come in and Red Bull will jump to Porsche. Mm, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. No, that's what's going to happen. Could be, could be. Internal. It makes sense. Like, it does make sense, and that's what I think will happen. But this will be interesting. How do you think they're going to go? Uh, I think that the movement that Honda's made over this last season, or the, the start of this season, sorry, we're only halfway through, but the movement forward that they've gone from last year is massive. Mm. I don't know if they've got different engineers. I don't know if there's been more freedom given to them with Toro Rosso. I'd... I don't know if Toro Rosso's package is a bit kinder on the aero with allowing more airflow to cool them. I do not know what it is, but it has improved massively. That Not only is it the power levels, but the the um, reliability is, is really starting to get there. Imagine They'd, a Red Bull now with the Honda straight line speed. Yeah, well, they would, um, they would be, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't think they've really matched any, everyone, but... They they're really starting to get there. They 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 they're starting to match Renault already, from mm. such a big long way behind. It's going to be a mean feat for them to come at uh, Mercedes and Ferrari engines, that now that they've got the head start. But you never know. You never know. That's oh, going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward. I think it's going to be a big blow to Renault. Oh, massive blow. So there's a lot of money that's been going to leave Renault now. Because you got um, the Renault guys always like, oh, well, you know, we're still fight. We've still got a top three cars. You know. Yeah, fighting, and now you're not. Yep. So it is going to be a, a interesting thing to see next year because I think next year Renault will probably move forward again as well with their with their chassis, um, and they they're probably going to get closer to the 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 front three. So maybe this could be a bit more of a strategic thing there too. So yeah. well, you might have the like Renault might actually still be performing quite well, and then you could bring a Honda in there. Then you got fork teams. Yeah, right up the top. But I think this is interesting. I um, I can't say I'm super surprised. I didn't expect the announcement so early. No, I and they they have been saying they're going to announce it before Daniel announces his contracts or whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it is quite interesting. Now, other Formula One related ish news. One of the Formula One drivers this weekend. Um, had a pretty good run in a race. I don't know if you've heard of it. Le Mans 24. One of those famous races, one eh? One that takes forever to watch. Now. Yeah, 24 hour. Um, yeah, I actually did watch a little bit of the start of that race. It was pretty chaotic. Oh, I didn't actually Ooh. get any of it. What yeah, was it? Oh, there, was a, there was a crash, I think, on the first lap. Oh, really? Yeah. By LMB1. Oh. Yeah. I think uh, is his name Andre Lodera. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. He um had a bit of brain fade on the first lap of a twenty-four hour race. Obviously, wanted to win it, and had, had a bit a of an twi- incident. You don't win a twenty-four hour race on the first lap, mate. No, well, you can definitely lose one, but and I think that definitely cost him a long a, a lot. So there's a lot of rumors that Toyota was sandbagging, and they were <laughs> like, "We are going to let Alonso's car win." Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that there was a lot of people saying that they were slowing the other car down mm. and. Yada, yada, yada. Either so. way, 
Alonso's now won this, and now we've got the Hidden Valley Triple Crown, right? We do. No one's do. ever won that. But there's another Triple Crown that people really go for. Yeah, it's probably not quite as hard to get as the Hidden Valley one, obviously. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's say more people have got the other Triple Crown it's true, it's true. than they've got the Hidden Valley Triple <laughs> Maybe after Alonso gets this one, we'll bring him back and like, you got to now get this Triple Crown. <laughs> I don't think we could pay him enough. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, he might just be like, I'm after all these triple crowns I can get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you reckon he would go? Well, I think he'd go all right. I think he'd, if he could adapt to a tin top. I've not yeah, seen well, him. Um, and... Zach Brown actually wanted to get him in the... Yeah, because Zach actually owns an HRT car. HRT um, Commodore, yeah. And he wanted to get Alonso in there, but he just didn't have, couldn't tee it up. Yeah, I'm sure he might get a driver one day. That would be... Uh, that would be fantastic to yeah, see really a well, Formula like One driver in a, in a, in a supercar. Well, I wonder if it's even on his radar, Bathurst. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't think he would come. We don't so. have to worry about it. I was like, remember saying, let's get Weber in as a wild card. Now he's retired, but he doesn't seem to want to do any driving anymore. No, he's definitely not into it. There was rumors there he was going to come do the Bathurst 12 hour for it a while. It was the thing he was going to do Bathurst 12 hour with Eric Banner. Yeah. But never did it eventuate. Never did eventuate. So now we really got to talk about... So the Triple Crown for the this race is winning the Monaco Grand Prix. Alonso, check. Winning the Le Mans 24. Alonso, check. Then mm. now you got to win the Indy 500. Alonso didn't do that. Yeah, so Pablo Montoya has actually won the Indy 500 and the Monaco Grand Prix. Mm. But he hasn't won the Le Mans 24 He's hour. won a F1 championship too, Montoya. Yeah. So it's a race between those two. Mm, very interesting. Now, there's a lot of rumours now that Alonso's just going to hang up the or hang up the Formula 1 helmet at, at the, the end, end of the, of the year season, and go, yeah. let's go chase Indy. But then there's also other ones, people going, no, nah, no, nah, he wouldn't do that. He's going to just miss Monaco Grand Prix every year and just chase Indy 500. Because you don't oh. need Indy championship. It's Surely that would be a triple crown in itself, though. An Indy Championship, a Formula One Championship. And a Le Mans 24. Yeah, or well, even if he... No, he's not going to compete enough in the WEC. World Endurance Championship. Yeah. Even Brendan Hartley's got one of them. Two of them, actually. Hmm. There you go. I don't know. Speculation. Speculation, speculation, speculation. Oh, Brendan Hartley's apparently safe with Toro Rosso now as well. I know, which is... um. I'm sure. I think all the drivers they wanted to replace, like Helmut Marko wanted to replace with him, they all fell through. Yeah, it, it, it's a little bit harsh on poor Hartley now to ask him, oh, well, can you please foresee your uh, contract that you had with us that we were about to throw away? The one, you <laughs> know, we were like, we're going to rip it up, but you've got no choice. You have to stay with us. Mm. Can you now do well? well? For a bloke with a low confidence level at the moment as it is. <laughs> well, let's, let, he was... Really aggressive in Canada, and I think that's one of his slightly downfalls, but I think it's a good thing. They can't be too angry at him for it. No, he and was definitely qualifying was really well. Yeah. So let, let's give him a few more races, and then I'll try and replace him with someone more left field. Maybe Sean Eric Fern or someone can come back. Actually, they, I think he said he did an interview and said he wouldn't come back. He wouldn't? Mm. Sean Eric Fern just lost his LMP2 first placing in the Le Mans 24-hour, too. That broke just before. Yeah, what happened there, Michael? Well, apparently their car, I can't remember what number it was or whatever, but had a tampered fuel flow restrictor, restrictor valve, in, yeah. it, in the um, refueling station. Like The other teams noticed that they were filling up much, much quicker. quicker. 
And then it come back, they investigated going, yep, the re- fuel restrictor was tampered with. And, um, yep, stripped of victory. Yeah, that's... that's That'd uh, be a big blow for the drivers. you know, it's not the drivers are the ones who'd be like, just... Yeah, they're not asking for that sort of situation to happen. It's it's pretty rough on them. Mm, so, And probably majority of the team that didn't know. Oh, there's one guy there, and I bet he's probably going to get a good talking to. Oh, I, I, I bet you there's a few on that team that knew about it, but I um I would say there's a lot of people that didn't. Mm. It's not very good. I just don't see the point of doing it. You're going to get caught. Anyway. Something like that. They're not maximizing the, the rules there. They're, they literally are just breaking them. Blunt, 100% broke the rules. Yeah. So. All right. Let's jump on to the supercars now. Supercars. Supercars, race 15. 15 and 16. 15, Saturday, 16, Sunday. Davey pipped Scotty for pole position here. He Scotty did. didn't get a pole position this weekend. No, he didn't. It was actually a... Um, you get no points for pole position. Uh, I didn't think we did points for no, qualifying. and neither do I, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about points already. We'll get to that bit later. We'll get to it a little <laughs> bit later, at the end of this race. I see your fabulous whiteboard is still not up. Mate, I was busy this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come It'll on. be up next week. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring a screw gun, otherwise. <laughs> There's a drill out there. All right. <laughs> Sad day's race. What happened, mate? Do you do? What you happened? You were in the pits. No, you were on the hill. I, I no, I was uh, both races. I was still making my way from the pits to the hill for yeah, the start. The very st- oh, we'll see. Someone managed to get grid walks both days. Yeah, it did. It was fantastic. Thank you, uh, Sharon Hazelwood, for yeah. uh, the the grid walks. Uh, I actually, got to meet Todd's family this weekend, which was nice. So, and. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. No, nah, it was. Um, big thanks to them. It was really cool. We, they're very welcoming. Oh, uh, absolutely. Hazelwoods. Yeah, complete, not a welcoming family. So yeah, yeah, yeah I was there. Seems like being down there, like yeah, yeah, come in the pits, come on, have a look, come here. Yeah, I've never been in a transporter before, but they're like, yeah, just, just come, come in. in have yeah, a look. I watched uh, the top ten shootout with Todd's father and uh, and. Uh, uh, I guess a few sponsors of Todd's and and that and that was nice. Got a, got some bickies and some food. Yeah, you go in there. <laughs> transport is very cold. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got the. Yeah, well, it's actually a, a refrigerated a trailer oh, that's that been what converted. It is? Yeah, that's been converted into. No like wonder why when I got in there, it was freezing. Yeah, it's only got a split air, um, aircon in there, but yeah. yeah, it is still cold. <laughs> Imagine how kitted out the um. Red Bull ones and the... Oh, uh, well, they got glass self-opening doors, doors now. Yeah, you walk past them, you're like, boom, boom. Yeah. So, race 15 on this sad day. Um, first off, Anton Di Pasquale did a fantastic job qualifying up in third. Yeah, stellar effort from him and the team over the weekend. They've really started cluing it all together. He showed such great pace all weekend in practice and qualifying. It was just really well. Yeah, he did. He did. The whole weekend was a good one for him, I think. Um, I think they would have taken a lot away from it. Mm. And for a weekend that he lost his sponsor, we had no sponsor on the side of his car this week. Well, I don't think he's had that majority of the year, but has he? I think he's been running with a, like maybe a couple of meetings, but yeah. majority of the time he's been pretty naked on the side. Yeah, well, my old man was there. He's like, well, where's his sponsor? He's doing so well. He's one of the fastest cars out there. I'm like, well... Go down, talk to Betty in the pits. Yep. Who wasn't there. She was away again. Yep, that's why I didn't get to have a chat with her. But anyway, um, well, let's jump straight into the race. 
the start, Davey went off that line like a rocket. Yeah, Not as was. well as a Sunday, but still very good job. Yeah, he um, did a great effort again. Um, and uh, we had Scotty starting off pole, I think it was. And, no, Scotty oh, no, was start, second. second. Sorry. Started off second and did, and did a great job to um, mirror him down into turn one, which is a good effort. Mm. Now, everyone pitted quite early. I think Scotty, Rick, and um, was it Wincup that maybe pitted like lap seven? Seven, eight, yeah. I think there was a couple that covered off uh, each other. But, yeah, for a, a sort of more even tyre sort of set, um, they definitely opted out for that. They wanted I, track position and green tyres. And I was calling it. I was just like, they've all pitted too early. I might lap seven of a 41 lap or 42 lap race. Yeah, it's it, it was a very, very early time to pit. Um, but they, they did also get that uh, early... Um, Right, so got they they got the good pace air. out of well they got the good pace out of the tires they were on they pushed hard and they didn't hold back and then when they put the new tires on they that actually gave them a little bit of a leapfrog up the road so when the all the people that pitted late in the race uh, i.e. sorry we've got my son in the room at the moment <laughs> um, when they pitted late in the race it, it was it, it was completely. Um, I don't know. It changed. They had to push really hard to put, move through the field mm. then. So we had, uh, obviously, Giz did and also Reynolds did. They pitted quite late in the race. Yeah, I they... Think. I 10 laps what... or so to go and um, maybe 12 or so laps to go. I can't remember now. Yeah. But they had so much more work to do. So they had to push really, really hard. Obviously, these other guys had been on tires for probably 30 laps by then. You go, you go to Daniel? You want to stay? You gotta be quiet. You gotta be. Shh, 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 shh. He's like, I don't know. Shh. <laughs> I'm a two-year-old. Um. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh. Made so, the tires. Uh, so yeah, they had twelve, maybe ten, twelve laps or something like that to go on their on their last stint. But they had to use so much of that tire trying to get past them. Yep. They had five people up the road ahead of them to get past. How scary was that point at the hairpin? When you had Wincup, Lowndes, and Van Gisberg, I think were they trying to get around Kelly? Um, yeah, so I think Rick started to block because he was running out of tires towards the end of the race. And to be honest, on the sad day, his race pace was quite shocking. Actually, oh, the day, biggest talking point for me was where did the Nissan's race pace go on the weekend? Like on the sad day, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So sad day, his race pace. He just used the tire too hard, and. It, you could really see it late in the race. He was uh, he was the cork in the bottle holding everyone behind him. Mm. Um, and it made for a very entertaining few laps there while we oh, had was a triple Jamie. Fan. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, I can just see all three of them getting punted off at the hairpin or major da- major damage. Like Roland must be in the, in the pits. Well, they were nearly, nearly three wide at the hairpin uh, with uh, Jamie, Craig and Giz. That mm. was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Well, once Shane got through the rest of the pack, he actually caught on the back of um, Scotty right at the end, had no gap whatsoever, really, but then just could not get past. Yeah, there was something um, I was talking to Todd's dad about the, the, with the, the tyres and, and the temperature, ambient temperature up here and the heat wash that comes off the car in front. Um, he said 
So you might have your tires might be perfect, and but if you run up behind someone, get right in behind them, just the hot air wash off their car is enough to heat your tires and turn them basically to a liquid. Yeah. Um. So he's like, it is a really big problem with the soft tire that they they will overheat really quickly. Yeah. Well, I think Scotty did a fantastic job to get you a point. I think that's what he really went out there on the weekend for. Was Ooh. like, oh, JD's tipped me. Got to get a point. It's true. It's true. Um, I, but I did also. I think we both wanted to pick Davy as well. But we both said it. We and we said oh, your D- Davy was in the options of that could have um, performed well. We thought he was you know going to be a strong thing. But I'm pretty sure you said you're he's one of the least likely in the options. Well, I, just because of the team side of it, I think. I think Erebus I are, there's a lot of talk about can Erebus now, you know, challenge for a title and stuff. And I'm still very undecided. Some weekends they're there on Sometimes the ball. Sometimes their and strategy like, is a bit second hit. You know, yeah, I think we're on the same page with it. I think, yeah, that sometimes the strategy is not good enough. Sometimes the pit stops are second, you know, second best to yeah. most of the good teams. Unfortunately for them, and that, that costs them a lot of times in races, you know. If you make a second in the pits, you might take you four or five laps to gain that second back. Something so. that's interesting, um, jumping, quickly jumping to the Sunday race, they were talking about like where Rick Kelly really lost out because he was doing quite well. He was running in the top two for most of the race. Um, Rick Kelly, in both his pits, basically spent a total of 94.64 seconds in the pit lane, where his closest rivals, like David Reynolds, was only in there for 93 seconds. McLaughlin was in 92, and Wincup was in 93.9. Yeah, that's a big difference, isn't it? He's a second longer in the pits, and you go, oh, it's a second, what is it, but in supercars? That's a lot. It is a lot. Well, mm. we talk about getting two-tenths of a second coming into pit lane. Yeah. Maximizing your braking point coming into pit lane. It's And all these things are huge. Like, at this level of motorsport, you can't just push a little bit harder because you, you'll start to destroy tires or whatever. It, with, a lot of the time, they're driving to a number to make their stint length long enough. That's what Friday's about, learning how long we can go on tyres and whatnot. I read the email from um, Gary from GRM, and he was saying that, you know, Biebs was only, what, six-tenths off pole position back in 22nd? Yeah, there you go. In qualifying? Yeah. It's like, you're next to nothing. Yeah. Um, Tanda actually did a fantastic job this weekend. He did, he did. He did. It was another good effort from GRM. I guess he's ri- driven there, what, 21 years in a row now? <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's had few, some practice. a few races around there. Well, let's jump on to Sunday because we've, we've now covered off the Saturday race, which is the highlight video, which I'll put in the show notes. It only goes for two minutes and two seconds. Yeah, it so was not a much happened. Race. It was a very procedural go out, pit early, who took more fuel, whatever. It was a fuel race. So on the Sunday, we had the top 10 shootout, and Anton actually made it into a top 10 shootout. Yeah, it was a stellar effort again for him on the Sunday. Mm. Um, unfortunately, the top, top 10 shootout didn't, didn't go, go so go well for him. the way he's playing. But I liked um, Davey's comments to, about Anton going, yeah, he forced me to use an extra set of tires to get out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the, in the, in the um, qualifying. qualifying session. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to watch too much of the qualifying session because I was still busy. But, um, yeah, I was, I was watching the times on my phone and stuff like that. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, okay, hang on a sec. Oh, maybe everyone's going to go again. But it looked like the talk over the weekend was essentially that Porsche rubber was going to be what gets them across the line. Yep. And after halfway through a quality session, that Porsche rubber's gone. gone. So good yeah, luck going it was um, Rick Kelly on the, was it qualifying on the Saturday or something? Or in practice, whatever, come out. And he set a fast time 
first up, like straight away, where everyone else waited to the second run. He's like, nah, the Porsche rubber is where it's at. It it is true. It's, uh, yeah, it, it was the it was the decider over the weekend for the qualifying sessions. That if you, uh, I think even Scotty got out of the car early on on the Saturday qualifying session. He was out with Scotty. Yeah, he got out before with everyone else. There was a few. They basically all jumped out early. Let's jump over to the Sunday race, race sixteen, where the um, Rick Kelly had pipped. Scott McLaughlin just for pole position. There was not much in it uh, for that lap. No, it was a, a pretty good uh, little shootout, actually. It was it was um quite good. Um, we won't go into that. We got to get this. We've um, sorry guys, we're gonna have to run this episode a little short. So we'll just quickly wrap out the Sunday race, and then we'll do our our tips, sense. and then we'll um we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First off, that start by Davy Reynolds, mate. I know, and the confidence to go around the outside. He just... It was amazing. So, uh, for anyone that hasn't watched the race, Davey Reynolds actually come from third Third? on the grid? Yes, he qualified third. No, started fourth, sorry. Second row, started fourth. Uh, And managed to go around the outside of them all into turn one and do it so convincingly... Do it easy, too. ...that he actually did it with not making any contact when he went for the apex. about a whole car length in front of Rick Kelly. Yeah. So, still a crazy, crazy uh, move there. I think it surprised everyone as well. Oh, it did definitely surprise the commentators because they're going, oh, my God, have you seen that? That was that was a really exciting pass. Ballsy, ballsy move. Um, and then only a couple of turns later, you had four or five cars off. I think four cars off that come uh, turn five. Um, I think that's just your standard lap one incident where you've got too oh, yeah. many cars going into bit one. A bit of a consultant. They don't actually show us much about this, the, the three or four of them that went off. Um, no, you, you really yeah. see Andre Heingarten get sent. Well, he sort of ran out of room. He was with Lowndes, and I think he had Andre next to him. Uh, uh, Anton, sorry. Anton, Anton was on the inside. Yeah. Anton moved a little bit across to the, the left, which moved Lowndes across, and then they all three of them make contact. And unfortunately for Andre, uh, he was the last one. And on the outside, so he kept he he continue on straight, yeah. <laughs> instead of going right, Simona got sent into the fence during this time. Yeah, well, it wasn't early on. I'm surprised she actually managed to drive out of that. Same. I th- actually thought it would have broken the steering and stuff like that, but she, she managed hit, to continue on. She hit that pretty hard. Now, what was she doing? Well, she's starting to get known for this and not yielding position. Um, not using a head, in other words. She was trying to go too wide around the outside of turn 10, 11. Good yeah, time. with a car that had a big pace overlap on her. Mm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, she started to get really, really sort of labelled with the inconsistent and not pulling out when she probably should. And, and uh, a lot of things like this are starting to happen around her. And it's not, it's not good. It's not a good look, so... Fingers crossed she can iron it out and, and be a bit more consistent and, and finish some more races. Now, it wasn't super hot this weekend. No, it was, it was It relatively was warm for the supercars anyway. Yeah. Number 17, mate. Smoking I know. Like a Snoop Dogg concert by the end of it. I know. It was a bit of a crazy... It um, wasn't by the end of it. It was actually in the middle stint where he got stuck right behind Rick. Yeah, a bit of crazy race there. I thought he wasn't going to finish with the amount of smoke coming out of the back of his car, but they managed to uh, 
little bit of strategy, pulling him into yeah. the clean air and stuff like that, and cool the engine down a little bit, and it stopped burning off the oil, which was good. Did you think, like, Dutto's come out and said maybe a black flag could have, you know, should, I guess he's going to come out and say that because he's racing against them, and I, you know Dutto wouldn't pull his car in if it's doing the same thing, but the amount of oil that it sprayed over the back of Windcup's car, that's the bit that I had the more issue with of it. Yeah. Coming out of the pits. Yeah. He's just, wind cups just come in. They've ripped off a brand new bloody tear off. Tear off. Yeah. Goes out behind, win, uh, goes out behind McLaughlin for his last stop or whatever. And he's just sprayed with oil. I actually think it's one of the reasons uh, wind cup pulled back a little bit from him. I actually think he had the pace to stay with him because he pushed back up a little bit later. Um, but just to get out of that that oil that was kind of spewing out of the back of the car because mm. it was see on substantial the hamburger amount. cam that thing was covered in oil yeah and it was a substantial amount on the um the pit apron when he stopped as well mm. so not not good they must have lost a fair bit of oil over the weekend well, they managed to make it to the end absolutely and that that is really um could be championship changing because he does have a whole race win lead i think now maybe maybe yeah, he should should have more now. Um over He's, over Shane. Yeah. Well clear. One seventy seven five to sixteen fourteen. Yeah. So he has more than a whole race uh a lead now. And and just maintaining that and not and not retiring the car when it could have possibly yeah, been. Yeah, well this could be a bad a race come second, you know, this is yeah. doing a Jamie Wynn cup. It, it was. It was an a stellar effort from the whole team to just push through they worked out what was wrong with the car, uh, and they, they they made it all work. And we talked a little bit about front front splitters at the top of the show. Ever seen one explode, mate? No, this was a new one for me as well. Yeah, it went bang, was didn't it? it? Whose car was it? Holdsworth. Uh, it might have been Holdsworth. Yeah, it's one of the yellow ones, wasn't it? Well, uh, it was. It was, it was Holdsworth because I remember m- making the comment at the time that wasn't a BJR. Splitter. Yeah, yeah, because it's a triple eight one. It's a triple eight splitter that exploded. Mm. Now that did that that brought out the safety car, didn't it? Because there was obviously debris all over the track. Oh yeah, they had to they had to remove some stuff off the track, which um was and fair then, enough. Yep. Then Cam Waters' car died on the track. It's yep. Died on the straight. Yep. Uh, Not apparently even that the motor far away seized. from the the in, the pit entry. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much adjacent to the pit entry, but um. Yeah, the motor locked up and 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 stopped. You don't don't get that very often anymore. Like with these cars, you know, that, that's pretty a reliable Ford motor. That's got twenty years of development in it. Yeah, pretty reliable motor these days. So, um, yeah, they'll be interested to pull that apart and see what happened. Now, this safety car was actually really exciting for me, anyway, as a as a guy that put Shane down for a race win. I was like, <laughs> oh, and I said to you on the hill, I'm like, this bringing Shane back into it. I think he was seventh. At the pit, at the safety car? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane hadn't pitted yet for his the final stop. No, he just stage. stopped. Or did he, he just, just stop? stopped. So he was on fresh rubber. He'd done his final stop. His, like, la- his, yeah, I can't remember how old his tyres were, but they were much, much fresher than everyone else that's around right, him. That's right, that's right. I remember now. Because um, I'm like, oh, look out. Oh, we're both going to get a point this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I, s- and I remember telling you not to count your chickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like... Everyone look at all my chickens, and then uh-huh. it never accumulated. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, outstanding effort by Davey in this race. Really? He really it just was. controlled the pace, got out front, 
and, and did a, a pretty clean race. Not, it's king not of really Darwin, in, apparently. Yeah, not really involved in too much. He just sort of got out front and did his own thing. Must have been a pretty boring race for him, really. Yeah, it must have been, I reckon. Well, they put more fuel in that car, and he still come out of the pits with a big lead. Yeah. I think was there was great. something like 12 more leaders put in, and he still come out with that lead. Now, he did a shoey. He did. Very piss poor shoey. I wasn't, I wasn't super stoked with that one. <laughs> I think he barely filled up the, dr- the shoe. Yeah. So it was like, bloop, one mouthful and done. That's not how you do a shoey, Davey. You showed us earlier, you know, a couple of years ago, you know exactly how to do a shoey. <laughs> um, but it's good that he got a race win here and did another shoey. You know, it's... Yeah, it it, it was a... Well, obviously, uh, Tahan, his, his other half, yep. his better half, as he would probably refer to it, uh, is from Darwin. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to have that connection mm. with Davey Reynolds. Like Darwin. Yeah. He says, you know, it's a good place. Everyone, like, all the punters are really into it and... We're all, re- you know, everyone's really friendly in Darwin. Like, yeah. we're sitting up on the hill. I think we're sitting, we sat next to some, uh, an old couple from uh, Western Australia who've been coming yeah. here for 10 years now. And we, we we sat next to them last year as well. Yeah, we tend to, we tend to, um, we just accumulate and we just ourselves see them on Friday. We're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Jeff, I believe his name is, is a yeah. nice man. Big Walkinshaw fan. Um, but you know, we won't hold that against him. <laughs> I now, believe once upon a time you were a big Walkinshaw fan. I was. Yeah. I was. Uh, I remember those days. <laughs> it's just he drove for him. <laughs> now, we've copped on that, so that was a very good win by Reynolds. He's kept his championship hopes alive. We are heading to I believe the French Grand Prix next yes. week. Is it is it? I'll just go over here. It is the French Grand Prix. Yes. I have no idea about this track. I know all the drivers do. Yeah, um, it's a, a track that they've all raced in and uh, lower series, development series. So, like I said, we've got to keep this quick. Who's your pick? Um, you'd think I would know. You would think I would know. Uh, let's go... Daniel. Okay. I started writing JD, and then I was like, now write mine, and then I wrote VE. Yeah, okay, you're going for tell. I'm going for tell. Okay, that's, going. that is who I was leaning towards, but I want to, I've been stealing too many points off you, so I I'm going to go left point, left you field here. One, one point last week, Michael got zero point. <laughs> yeah, let you get one back. <laughs> well, I'll be happy if Daniel wins, put it that way. Oh, mate, I'll flag it as I'm stoked <laughs> Daniel wins all these races, it'll be good. I think that's us, mate. I, I know. So. Sorry, guys. It's a very quick episode. We've um, it's a bit hard when you're actually at the track all the time, and it's like we didn't take notes. And um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. We've also you've your child is getting a little restless. It's a little bit later. We've we've been um, stopping and starting this a few times, so <laughs> yeah. we finally got through it. Thank you very much for your listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you have anything you want to say, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late. Shoot us an email at uh, breaking late at gmail.com or you can head to the website breakinglate.com. Now, I'll be in Townsville in a couple of weeks too with Mitch as well. So we will be doing another Facebook Live there. But um, yeah, if you are coming there, just let us know and we'll, um, we'll catch up and say hi. But other than that, We are done. We'll see you guys next week after the France Grand Prix.
Thank you. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Bye.